Hello, and thank you for joining us for week three of our podcast, Now and Later. This is Above the Waves, a podcast by the Salvation Army of Hot Springs designed to encourage and challenge. And I know today we're going to have a good lesson over the end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. Every year on January 1st, I join millions of people in what has become an annual ritual. I set a goal to simply become healthier. First item on the agenda, no more carbs, which includes sugar, bread, and fries. Basically everything that I actually like and that tastes good. Next up, I'm going to start exclusively drinking water. No more coffee, no more soda, not even fruit juice, just water. Then I moved to exercise. I've thought about starting, talked about starting, but I've just been waiting for the perfect moment to begin exercising on a regular basis. And January 1st is it. I'm ready to go. I'm pumped. I'm ready to overhaul my entire health. And then the inevitable happens. One week later, I go to Chick-fil-A and order fries instead of salad. I mean, what rational person chooses salad over fries? Especially coming from a red member of Chick-fil-A. And then one morning, I decide that I need a latte because it's cold outside. Plus, water has zero caffeine. And then I remember why I don't exercise. Because I don't like it. That means I, I can find any excuse to avoid it. And so this annual ritual reminds me of one big reality. Goals are easy to set, but tough to accomplish. We've all been there. Lots of you probably do this very thing every January. You even maybe don't make annual goals, but I bet Every one of us struggles to accomplish some goal in some area of our lives, and there are probably a few reasons why we all tend to get stuck. First, a lot of us feel hopeless to change. Maybe you deal with procrastination. Maybe you want to tackle work projects sooner, but you continually find yourself struggling to even begin work. Maybe you want to improve your marriage, but your spouse doesn't seem interested in trying. Maybe you want to start taking more chances in doing new things but you keep finding yourself stuck in usual patterns. Another reason we all struggle to accomplish goals is just it feels like too much work. Many of us probably believe that's true. You have big plans to graduate graduate school and get your master's degree, but that would mean more school and more papers and more work, and that's exhausting to even think about. Or maybe we have a goal to complete a marathon, but that would mean a lot of training. And I mean a lot. Maybe you want to get your finances in order. But that would mean a lot of time collecting all the documents and filing everything. When are we supposed to find time to do all this? Or maybe we don't because we don't want to fail. It seems like we've tried a million times and every time ends in failure. Or maybe we're afraid to disappoint someone. It's bad enough to fail privately. But it's an entirely different thing to fail publicly. We don't want to let down a loved one or a friend. And finally, we often avoid setting goals because we don't even know where to start. You may want to lose weight or or even maybe have a radical change to your diet. Do we give up to pursue some fad diet? What foods do we have to give up? I mean, honestly, most of us just don't know where to start. And here's the thing. 
it is possible that we have the wrong perspective about goals. There is a better way to go after goals in life, isn't there? And is there a better way to measure progress? I believe the answer to that question is yes. Today we're going to revisit the book of Proverbs. It's a book of wisdom found in the Bible. And this verse goes right to the heart of what we all struggle with in making and accomplishing goals. It says this, All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. I'm going to read that again. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. And that's Proverbs 14, verse 23. Now, it's important to know that there are seven basic types of structures in Proverbs. This proverb is known as a opposite parallel. That means it's comparing two opposite results, which lead to each other. So we see two different actions, each producing different results. Work is contrasted with talk. Profit is contrasted with poverty. Work equals success, and talk equals nothing. It's important to keep in mind that the words profit and poverty don't always mean being rich or not having money. Some of you came from families where your parents worked hard all the time and never had enough to put back any in savings. Some of you experience that even right now. Or maybe some of you are even working harder than ever before due to COVID-19 and you're living paycheck to paycheck. So it's helpful to apply this verse beyond simple financial terms. Instead, we can view this verse in terms of growth and change. For example, we set goals because we want to grow as a person. We want to break habits. We want to achieve something new or something better. With that in mind, we can view profit as reaching our goal. In other words, that could mean paying off credit card debt that's been hanging over our head. And we get rid of it one card at a time. Maybe it's improving on a personal best time in a 5K. Or maybe it's taking online classes to move towards your degree. On the flip side, we can view poverty as not reaching your goal. According to this verse, a lot of talking and not doing leads to not hitting goals. Let's be honest. You know what it feels like to talk about a goal, but actually not do anything to reach it. We've all felt the frustration of talking about something we really wanted to do, only to realize that all we did was ever talk about it and have nothing to show for it. Truthfully, this is a very easy place to end up, because talking is easy. It makes us sound confident and empowered and makes us look good, but talking doesn't require anything from us. It's not equal to us taking the steps to make something happen. There's nothing wrong with talking about your goals, but if it is just that, just talk, it produces zero growth or change or benefits. Proverbs teaches us, and I think we'll find, Life teaches us that if we want the benefits of hard work, then we need to be willing to actually do hard work. Once we put in the work, we grind it out, we hustle, and then only then do we get to the profit part. Even if the profit isn't in the form of money, we'll experience the positive thing that happens to us when we hit our goals and achieve what we want. Here's the deal. Hard work requires ownership, meaning it requires you to move beyond the talking and to owning what reaching your goal will require of you. For some of us, that's a lot of hustle, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of steps forward and a lot of steps back. If you want to create some financial margin or to pay off the debt, 
or to buy the car, then you have to own it. You have to change your spending habits. Um, We have to maybe find a financial coach. We might need to cut up some credit cards. We might need to learn to say no to ourselves when temptation surrounds, surrounds us whenever we want to make a purchase. We need to improve our credit score. Or more than that, you actually have to do what you tell yourself you're going to do. But once we take ownership of the role in achieving the goal, you'll find it easier to put the effort in. Remember the proverb says, all hard work leads to profit. That even means when you don't reach your goal, the hard work you put in still leads to profit. It may lead to a good reputation, as we talked about last week. It may lead to a stronger and smarter you. And as you learn how to work harder and with perseverance, you'll find yourself changing for the better. The ownership and effort you put in today will bring results in the future. Think of it this way. The end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. There is a direct connection between what you want and what you do. Again, this isn't a promise that you'll get everything you want all the time, but it's a principle that will get you closer to the life you want over time and is sure to make you a better person in the process. Sometimes we look at people who achieve their goals and imagine that it was easy or natural for them, that they were born with a natural advantage to reach their goals. Sometimes that's true. There are professional athletes who were born with natural athleticism. There are people who come from wealthy families who never had to work hard to achieve some sort of financial freedom. There are people who were at the right place in the right time and had the right connections to make achieving their goals look like an overnight success. Sure, it can be frustrating to see other people succeed more easily than you, but it's not your job to worry about anyone else. It's your job to channel your worry and concern into what you can do in your own life. So here's a suggestion for the week. Start thinking like an owner. Let me explain this a little bit. Have you ever been in a rental car or a hotel room or someplace else that wasn't yours? Maybe in your own car you make sure that the trash is always taken out or that it's spotless and immaculate. That you never maybe leave clothes lying on your floor at home. But in the rental car, an old cup of coffee spilled a little bit and you kind of blew it off. Or in the hotel room, maybe it was a disaster when you left and you thought, well, housekeeping will just grab that. In other words, when you're not an owner, you don't care as much. But when you are the owner, you care a lot. Why? Because it's yours. The same is true of our lives. Sometimes people act as if their life doesn't belong to them. They don't take care of it. They don't work hard. They're spectators in their own lives. They let life happen to them instead of taking an active role in it. They don't pay the price to achieve goals. They don't simply own it. But that doesn't have to be your story. You can act like an owner. You can act like your life and your decisions and your goals belong to you by taking ownership and doing what it takes to achieve them. So pick one area of your life where you haven't been acting like an owner. Where's an area that you've been all talk and no work? What's the goal that you haven't truly taken ownership of? 
Is there a future that won't become a reality based upon your current actions? Or the lack of action? Sure, there are certain things that are out of your control. But just because you don't have control over some things doesn't mean you don't have any control. So pick something that you can control. You can control how to spend your free time. You can control where your extra cash goes. You can control the choices you make in your food. Pick one goal you want to accomplish and something that you can control. Then for seven days, do something of work working toward that goal. One week, that's all. Every day, make an effort and do the work and then see if there's any growth or change. If you need a visual reminder of consistency when working toward a goal, Maybe get a bag of marbles or candy, and every time you make a decision to do the work, put a marble or candy in the jar. It's a great way to visualize the progress you're making. The end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. The actions you take now can lead to the places you want to be, to the person you want to become, later. Imagine if we all started to live our lives this way. Imagine what future generations would see if we commit to taking ownership of our actions and working toward the goals we care about. We'd see kids, teenagers, and adults behind us begin to create a world of people who'd fight every day to make choices towards who they want to become. The world would simply be a better place. So where do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Today, decide to put talk into action that will lead you closer to a future goal. Hard work won't always be fun but it will always lead to growth and change for the better. Thank you for joining us for week three of Now and Later. Feel free to connect with us on Anchor FM or also hop on over to the Salvation Army of Hot Springs Facebook page, and we'd love to connect with you there. Again, thank you very much for joining us, and may God bless you today. And thank you for joining us on Above the Waves.